Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast brought to you by the Hot Take Hot Box. My name is Matt McSweeney. Joining you here on a UFC Vegas 68 weekend. A little bit of a different weekend this weekend uh, due to the fact that this card, the the prelims are going to start at 10 p.m. on the East Coast uh, to, I believe, cater to the Asian community and the Asian crowd, which this uh, card was supposed to take place in Seoul, South Korea. But we will have a main card going off at around 1 a.m. That's pretty fucking insane. But, Ty, how are you feeling today on this Thursday afternoon? We're moving the podcast up. We're going to try and do it a little bit earlier, give you all you people out there, you gambling degenerates, another day to listen to this thing. But, uh, Ty, how are you feeling? <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, i got a busy day today, but I'm off. And uh, we have some boxing tomorrow. We have – honestly, the Bellator is going to be the best card. They, st- I, they, I guess it, it works out because they start at 6, a yeah. four-hour head start. They do have just you know a goddamn long ass card, but it is always the case with them. Um, I actually like. It. I mean, there's like names everywhere on it. Um, we'll get into that later, but um, yeah, there's there's decent action this week. Uh, I think next week. What is it? Is it next week? The um, the Perth card. Yes, Perth, 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 card. Perth, Australia. Alex Volkanovsky and Islam Makhachev. And I can't wait for that. I I, I feel like I know exactly how it's going to go. Like literally, but. Um, still, it's very compelling. It's it's number one pound for pound against number two pound for pound, arguably, I guess. Yeah. Um, I would put I would put Alex Pereira number one, but that's just me. So wow. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, listen, Derek Lewis, Sergey Spivak, like you know, two, three a.m. Why not? Why not? I, I won't be doing else. So, doing I was nothing gonna say, people like us, we're usually up late anyway, so it's um, you know, exactly. I have to be up early in the morning, not too crazy <laughs> early, but like around ten, nine thirty, ten yeah. o'clock. So that sucks, but at the same time, um, I'll I, I will be watching because it'll be giving me something to bet late at night, have ourselves Absolutely. a little fun time on a Saturday going into Sunday morning, especially with no football. Uh, shout out to our Eagles; they're in the Super Bowl right now. I have to give that shout out, but let's get right into it. Derek Lewis, Sergey Spivak. We have 12 fights to talk about from the Apex this weekend. Derek Lewis and Sergey Spivak, uh, what do the odds tell you? Derek Lewis is a plus 190 underdog here on FanDuel, DraftKings 195. Sergey Spivak, the polar bear, he's the big-time favorite here, minus 230, 250. I guess I'll kick it to you first because, I, I, I mean – I guess uh, a thing to talk about, though, Derek Lewis looks like he's in really good shape coming into this one. Uh, doesn't have that beer belly that he usually has coming into these fights. I don't know how much of a difference that's really going to play or what factor it's going to have coming into this one. But I guess I'd like to hear your thoughts. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think, you know, Derek Lewis is always going to be somebody people want to bet on because he has that one-hitter quitter. I mean, what does he have, the most knockouts in UFC history? Or is it is it just heavyweight? I thought it might have been. Might be just heavyweight. I mean, I'm not sure, though, honestly. One of the two, but he's like he's always live. But lately, it's just been looking it's been looking really really rough for for the old black beast. He's thirty seven. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, he can, he he can try to get in better shape, but I feel like one, he's always injured. There's always some kind of injury that he doesn't talk about. And then after the fight, he's like, you know what? I had this torn ACL, 
and it was tough to fight, but hey, I'm going to take some time off. And it's like, okay, so, you know, what, what, what's, what's about getting in the shape when you're not, you know, you're not even in fight shape, you know? Um, but he's like 10, nine, 10 years older than Spivak and Spivak's been on a, a, a bit of a run lately other than the, the Aspinall loss. Um, and even up some of his earlier losses, you know, he lost to Walt Harris, who at the time was, uh, at least an offensive threat. Um, he, and, you know, that was, I think, before all that stuff happened to him. And then he lost to Marcin Tybora. And Tybora is a decent fighter. I mean, he's going to be, he's going to be in, is he on this card? Or is he on the, Tybora yeah, he's fighting be, Is he? Blago Ivanov, I think, in the feature bout, I, if I am correctly. Yeah. That's going to be a good one. Um, yeah, they're in the feature bout. They should be in the co main, honestly. But, um, I, I, yeah, I think Spivak's just better. I think he's going to get him down easily. I just ha- I have a bit of a problem with Spivak's, you know, on the feet. He, he, I don't think he loves getting hit. Um, and I think, you know, he's not very, very defensively sound, but I think he is smart. I think he is good. Um, I think he's just in a better stage of his career right now. And, you know, honestly, I was kind of surprised he's only 28, but I think the polar bear is going to get it done. I think he's going to take him down, ground and pound, or... Maybe does he have any submissions? He's got an arm triangle choke over tied to Ivasa. I mean, and an arm bar Kamara I feel back like in the day, but a neck crank. I feel. I mean, Der- Derek Lewis does not really give you <laughs> much defensive grappling, if you will. I mean, uh, I mean, his defense is basically <clears throat> just powering up and getting up. But who knows? You're not able to always do that against a certain he's, skill level. Funny, funny enough, he's never been submitted. Um, yeah. But he's been finished on the ground multiple, multiple times. He just he doesn't really have good punch resistance anymore. We saw it with the Cyril Gon fight. You know, like, all right, at least he made it to the third round, ground and pound against, you know, one of the best heavyweights, sure. And Tai Tuivasa hits him with a fucking just, what was that, an elbow? Just yeah, elbow smokes him. Um, and then the Pavlich fight, you know, that he's just didn't even last a minute. But, I mean, look, look at those, other than, sorry to cut you off, but those, those no, names no, are, are legit, right? Three legit names, three legit punchers and, and, and finishers. So, yeah, but – and I'm kind of surprised the odds aren't wider. Like, I, I feel like the Vegas would be hammering Spivak. And I guess, my, honestly, minus 230 isn't bad, but um, I'm going Spivak. I think he's going to, uh, I don't know, finish him on the ground. I mean, his last two wins are ground and pound against Sakai and Greg Hardy, two guys who don't really have great defensive wrestling. Look at Jared when he fought Vander Ground a pound of him in the second. Same thing happens with you know with Derek Lewis. In my opinion, I don't think he uh, may- maybe he hurts him. Honestly, I wouldn't really be surprised, or he, or he has some success if he pumps that jab. I don't really think Spivak can keep up with him. Yeah, we'll see how he looks if he's if he is in such good shape. Maybe his hands are quicker. Maybe his his hands are sharper. We'll see. But I still got Spivak. Uh yeah, and I I would like to stay. I'd like to ride into that into that uh, Spivak area as well but i just saw i mean i guess i just the call it the, the pause for concern i guess i should say is more of just the level of competition that he's faced and i mean a loss to aspinall but other than that that's probably the only real high level guy he's fought in his whole career almost i mean you know back in the day at Tuivasa, but that like we've discussed on here those were different guys back then even losing Craig to Walt Harris, I mean, yeah, yeah, Craig Hardy, not exactly elite when you uh, <laughs> break it down, but he smashed that. He smashed him. 
I mean, Augusto Sakai at one point was thought to be good, but he he's we no told longer. every we we yeah. told everybody about we told Augusto everyone Sakai. about that. I guess that's the little bit of uh, concern that I have going into this one. I really don't yeah. like the line. I really don't really like any side. I don't like laying uh, Spivak inside the distance. Would be what probably not even. Uh, yeah, minus one thirty. That's what I'm getting here on. Um, yeah, I was gonna say not awful, but you know, you you would like closer, at least plus money. Yeah, DraftKings has one sixty five, and that's I mean, they're, they're, that's kind of rough. So honestly, what's going on over a draft? I may be sticking. To, I may be staying away from this, but I would I would take a shot on Derek Lewis just because I just don't trust Spivak. And this is a total shock because I know. Listen, when the main event rolls around, it's very hard to put your phone away. And just you know, watch the watch the fight as as a casual fan. When you've been betting these yeah. fights all night, you can't just lose it away. Up. Yeah, exactly. And if you're looking for a shot down the field at this point of the night, I mean, <laughs> plus two forty on Derek Lewis TKO isn't bad. That's probably Listen. how he'll win. But I mean, he's it. The, the I guess I just I, I my feeling is Spivak wins some sort of submission. But I mean, plus three thirty yeah. that might be your shot down the field. That's not that he's bad. Able to sub That's him. a shot. Yeah, AJ Brown's wide open. Don't miss him. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, funny enough, me and uh, Spivak born the same year. I don't know why I feel like he's like so. Old. Maybe it's because every heavyweight's like forty, and I'm like, oh, he's forty. But um, he gets the the thing here. I think uh, if you have prize picks or any of those, if you want to check out Sergey Spivak's uh, takedown over, hammer that or DraftKings, FanDuel, whatever you're into. He gets four takedowns per fifteen minutes, and um, I don't think Derek Lewis has much resistance. Fifty five takedown. Uh, 55% takedown defense. I don't think that's going to get it done, man. Spivak's pretty relentless. Again, even if he like cracked Spivak, I think Spivak could panic wrestle and still get him down. You know, if he's if he's if he's getting into shape or losing weight, I think that might not benefit him. Honestly, I was thinking um, there was a thought process with that for me. It's just kind of you lose that a little bit of that power, that overall just sheer right, and and like you you kind of need all the strength you need you uh, can can get can have. Uh, at heavyweight, I mean, Spivak, you know, he's not, he's a big boy himself. He makes like, he struggles making the, the 265 limit. You know, he's always around 260. So, and so does Lewis. So I was surprised to see somebody, I think I saw uh, a couple people, I don't know if they were just, you know, you know, the UFC trolls, but yeah. uh, talking about Derek Lewis moving down to 205. Um, he, yeah, I, I don't know how much weight he'll like actually drop if he drops any. He might just make 265 easier, you Probably. know? I mean, that's a lot of weight. Um, yeah, that is a lot of weight, and, and it's it's got to be tough when you're 37 too. Like I, you know, I I can't really put myself in his shoes and uh, criticize too hard, but um, I honestly hope he looks better. I hope he looks, you know, I just don't think it's going to matter, honestly. Yeah, you know what? I I I'm not going to be able to sit it out, but uh, I I'm, I'm I reserve judgment. I might come back to that uh, before the weekend and throw it on the card. But I, I don't I don't know. I just don't trust anything involving this uh, fight. Uh, how about Da Un Jung? I, I don't know. Jung Yo Park is the uh, one I was. Uh, da Un Jung's pretty good, man. I have uh, talked about being a somewhat fan of him. Uh, what was it William Knight? He kind of just walked him around. Kennedy and Juku with the finish. Uh, he got finished by Dustin Jacoby, but we have talked about on here. We are big, like not huge fans, but we like the uh, Dustin Jacoby. Devin yeah. Clark, on the other hand, we have huh. we've kind of faded in in numerous positions, and we've uh, we've done well. You know, I mean, even even the Kutalaba loss just looks horrible right now. Uh, his only win in the last three years, two years, is against William Knight. Menafield was a decision. 
But this guy's a wrestler, right? I mean, that's his thing. He's going to try to come out and wrestle Da Jung. The odds will tell you that Da Jung, I believe, is the favorite by minus 245, 260. Uh, Devin Clark is plus 205. Uh, do you really see anything here that you like? No, not really. Um, yeah, I, I mean, Devin Clark's just coming off of a, an ass-beating uh, at the hands of Azamat Mirzakhanov. They both, interesting about, they both get about two, 2.3, 2.4 takedowns per 15. Uh, Dong Jung has the better defense by far and, and, and the better offense, really. I mean, Devin Clark, Devin, Devin Clark just goes for it yep. until he can get it. Really, and, and kind of gets desperate, and uh, I just don't like it what I see from Devin Clark ever when he fights. A lot of just desperation. His dad's his dad's freaking the fuck out, screaming in the corner. He's not doing anything. Sometimes it's funny though, because sometimes you know he'll look good in that second round against Osman Merzikov or the, um, the the William the William Knight fight. He got him out of there, and I was kind of surprised. I had that. I had him in that fight, but I was I was a little surprised just because of his history. You know, when he fought Kudalabi, he got smoked. It wasn't even clear. He got taken down eight times. You know. Uh, he got outstruck like by a lot. Um, the Anthony Smith fight you know, that didn't last long, but I, I didn't really expect him to be competitive, and I thought that was such a mismatch. Uh, just in general, the Alonzo Menafield fight I was a little surprised. He looked good. Um, other than that, yeah, I, don't, I mean, I've never really been too high on him. I just I don't I don't think I don't think he's very very good. I think he's getting older. I think he's starting to wear down more. He's starting to look a little. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't. I don't, know, I don't want to say he like quits, but he has some give to him. I, I like Dong Jung. Um, what is he? Twenty nine. I don't know what his nickname necessarily is or means, but um, he's been looking better lately. I know it's funny he didn't finish William Knight and uh, Tevin Clark did, but yeah, give me uh, give me Dong Jung. I don't. I don't know if I have anything here though. I don't really. Uh... I am going to step out here. Uh, with a little with a little fun, I'm gonna take uh, Dalton Jung TKO plus 140. All right, um, I like that. He's got uh, six. I'd say nine. I'm trying to do. You know, I'm never a good math guy, but if I count it right, he's got ten career TKOs or KOs, and he's only got one career submission, which was a standing guillotine cho- or stand yeah standing guillotine choke. So, uh, and then combine that with what three decisions. Uh, if this if these numbers are correct on some of the, what I'm sure there's a little bit more, but um, yeah, I just I, I like the, the I, I, I like inside the distance, but it's around minus one hundred five, one ten. That's a little that's not enough for me. I doubt he's going to be able to sub. I mean, it's possible he subs the wrestler, but I imagine his uh, optimal way to win this is to just not 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 that he can't wrestle, but stay away from another guy's strength. And you are way better on the feet than this guy is, and maybe. Crack him on the feet and get him to the ground and finish it off. But that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, real quick, can you add Spivak inside the distance? Can I get minus 130 from you? We can do that. Uh, so what is next on the card here? We did talk about it. Marcin Tybora. Yes, sir. And Blagoy Ivanov. Uh, Blagoy Ivanov is a plus 110 underdog to Marcin Tybora, who is minus 137, 146. A little crazy, funky numbers on here, but... Right off the bat, I don't really uh, haven't looked into this one specifically that much. My lean is Tybora, but what, what say you? Yeah, I think I like Tybora, but I think I kind of want to take a stab at, at, at Evenoff. I think this is going to be a very close fight, very very close fight. Um, 
I, I, I've seen his number come come down, so I'm kind of worried about that. Um, you know that the Lewis and Sakai fights were close. I think uh, I think I have to go back and watch that Sakai fight. I thought he might have won that one. Um, and he's, he's always in decisions. I thought he won the enough. Derek Lewis one too, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So like. When, when when that happens, when you have fighters like that, especially at heavyweight, I think it's a little maybe not concerning, but it, it throws a, re- a wrench in the in the things when you want to bet. Tybor is kind of the same way. He's had a lot of decisions, uh, especially for heavyweight. I mean, I, we cashed out when he fought Romanov his last fight. Yep. Knew he was going to expose that fraud. Um, yeah, he's he, they've both gone the distance a lot. I think I think it's going to be a sloppy heavyweight fight. It's going to be it's going to be very boring. Uh, they're both thirty seven, thirty six. Not getting any younger. Um, both on win streaks, though, for what that's worth. Um, I'm gonna go even. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take a shot on Ivanov. I think they're even everywhere. I think Ivanov is maybe not the better wrestler, but I think he's more technical, technically sound than Tybor. I think Tybor gets wild a lot. He is a lot bigger than Blago. Blago is like maybe five eleven, six foot. Uh, I'm gonna take a shot on Ivanov money line. I got it plus one fifteen. I don't know whatever you can get me at. Uh, yeah, I can get you even on money line at plus one fifteen. That's probably the best number you'll get. All right, um, solid. Send it in. I don't. I, I like I like Tybor in matchups where he's the bigger guy. Uh, I mean, I, the the one fight I think of right away was Volkov that he struggled in, and that was just mainly yeah. for the fact that the guy was fucking huge and much bigger than him, longer, rangier. I, I've always I, saw, I don't know. I guess I got a soft spot for Tybor. I just don't know what part of this line I like. I don't know if I like laying one thirty. You know, on a uh, yeah. I mean, it's not that big of a number, but I have to be confident in you money line to really to really lay it down. I so most of the time I'm just playing a numbers game and hoping I hit some of these prop pieces inside the distance is plus three hundred, but these guys really aren't known to be finishers. A decision is plus 180, but I will not sit there through a heavyweight fight and hope <laughs> that, that, that that hits. But yeah. either guy by unanimous decision, one guy's plus 240, one guy's plus 180, and I saw an overall line for minus 120 that either fighter wins by unanimous decision. If you like crazy props, that's something that I would probably bet in here. Um, I yeah. mean, obviously split's possible, but that I feel like there's some, someone might take over this fight at a certain point and kind of just cruise to a victory. I'm going to take Tybora, money line, minus 130. Bang. Whew. All right, so... Going against each other. Yeah, oh, very, very rare that we uh, like to do this, but I gave Once you in a while. plus 115... Uh, I don't, and the big thing is, I just don't like laying the. Even if it's minus one thirty, it just kind of takes away. Like if it if it's a loss, it hurts bad. And so you better be confident if you're laying a money line down yeah. that a guy's going to get it done. Um, and the, the my units have told me I'm able to stay right around <laughs> right around uh, even. I just have to stop taking so many shots down the field. I'm always trying to too air many it shots. Out. You're going deep. too many shots. But uh, the Korean Superboy is getting back in there. Do who Choi. For the first time since 2019, and a loss to Charles Jourdain. He is coming off of three straight losses, but I mean, a Cub Swanson loss in 2016, that's a little different than it looks now. But Jeremy Stevens, which was a little different in 2018 as well, but uh, Charles Jourdain, and that was, uh, you know, that was a while ago as well. But who knows what you're walking into? But you are fighting Kyle Nelson. So uh, it could be worse walk, to walk back in there. Duhu Choi is minus 190, 174. Kyle Nelson's plus 160, 150. I don't like laying that much money on a guy who's been sitting out for three years, but I'd like to hear what you have to say. 
Yeah. I, did he have um, military service? Yes. Was that a thing? I, okay. I think I was part of it. There's three different like layoffs. Um, See, he's only had three fights since 2016, so that's almost seven yeah, years. Yeah, that's brutal. And they were all losses, right? Uh, no, there was one win in there. Okay. One win. Well, I, I will. I, I will get it for you. Uh, no, you're right. Oh my god. Uh, the one I have right before that, Tiago Tavares. That was a win. Tiago Tavares. But oh since December god. of uh, of 2016, he's only fought three times with a canceled bout with Andre Feely and uh, Danny Chavez in there. So. Well, I think, I think the layoff. You know, for what it's worth, he's fighting Kyle Nelson, and Kyle Nelson hasn't. You know, the only guy he's really beat, I think, in the UFC is Polo Reyes, mm-hmm. your boy. You know, you said he was going to be a future champion if he uh, <laughs> the, the, if he had the right camp. You said he was going to be a champ, but uh, yeah, we, we didn't forget. Wild, this, the wild, outlandish lies like that. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Listen, if Matt Sales gets the right camp, I think he could be a fucking. I think he, champion. yeah, he's sneaky. He could make top ten. Um, if he adjust his diet. I'm going to start saying shit like that. Like I have yeah. any idea what if we're he, talking about. If he gets his personal life together, as if we know, or you know, <laughs> if he can avoid the drugs, no. Um. I think honestly, I think this is going to be a wild fight. Um, maybe Kyle Nelson can get a little wild in there. I I don't know if either really have good cardio. Yeah. Um, Kyle Nelson ha- has had some late. He, he gets stopped late. He seems to fade uh, if he doesn't really get it get you out of there early. Uh, Duho Choi's had his fair share of first and second round finishes. So I like the under two and a half, but it's like minus two hundred. So I. Let's see. If you can get under I one and just, a half, maybe you could probably fire that. Yeah, but I don't know. That's a little too much, that. though. Yeah, I was thinking, uh, I think I might stay away from this. I do like Duho Choi, but again, like you said, the three-year three, three, uh, three year layoff. He hasn't fought since pretty much COVID started, um, or even a little bit before. I'm not getting any I, lines on Duho Choi. That's what's crazy on my website. Uh, so I, I He's would, not, not going to fight. It's not happening. Honestly, that's usually, usually when that stuff happens, it's not good. I, I don't know anything. I'll stay away just because of that. Thank you. Yeah, uh, I if you can find something uh, that's nice, then I would probably take Duhu Choi inside the distance. But anything that's minus money, I probably would stay away from. It's just, excuse me, we labeled out a bunch of different reasons why we shouldn't. You shouldn't take this fight. A little bit too much of unknown. You don't know what version of Duhu Choi is going to show up, or if he's going to be any good. And then Kyle Nelson is not that good. Or I shouldn't even. <laughs> I hate to be disrespectful. He's not good. And, uh, he's not. Yeah, and it's you know, it's just what do you really want to lay that down and uh, deal with that? Let me see if I have anything on here. Nothing. So yeah, there. I guess I can't. I can't in good conscience take this. But if you can get something interesting on a Duhu Choi plus one thirty, one forty, maybe something like that, then I would probably take that. But can't put it on my card. I can't. I can't lie to you, people. It's not on there. It's not on there. Right. So nope. Let's keep it rolling. Let's keep it rolling. So this is when I start to fight for my life to get some of these names out. Uh, there's going to be a lot of Japanese gentlemen that I don't know how to say their name. I do know Adam Fugget, all right, or Fugit, whatever. Fugit. Yeah, Fugit, whatever you want to call Fuck him. It. He's Fugit to me. Uh, he's coming off of a loss to Michael Morales. He was put into the shadow realm. Uh, Michael Morales. He did last. He did last till third. Michael Morales is good. Let's yeah. let's let me just say that though that's you know he and he should it's crazy that he lasted that long that's that was like but he was in it, wasn't he in that fight or am I thinking of something he, he was in it really yeah. as if he was there well don't forget about Yusaku Kinoshita there you go that, that was a good one that that one's the easier than the other ones he is the making Japanese his UFC Connor. debut 
Is that what they're calling him? No. <laughs> he's making that's his what UFC. Heard. No way. Come on. Are you fucking with me? No. That's what somebody called him. I mean, he's got all finishes. He's never gone his through only, Yeah. His, his only loss was when he was kicking the shit out of a guy, and he grabbed the cage while doing it, and he got a, somehow got a loss for it. <laughs> yeah. Not even a warning. He probably just kicked the guy into the shadow realm. But The only time he's fought under the rising banner, and they DQ him for grabbing the cage. It sounds a little fishy. I don't know. He's a minus 340 favorite. 335, as low as 325 on DraftKings, plus 270 for Fugit, or Fugit, as I like to say. I don't know what I like here, dude. That's, um, uh, I mean, Kinoshita inside the distance is plus, oh, 100, 105. I'll take yeah. that 105. I'll take it as well. Uh, I like what I've seen from him. I haven't seen much. Adam Fugit, I heard him, uh, he did, did like an interview with somebody, and he was talking about how he, he knows he's a gatekeeper. Uh, which is kind of cool that he, you know, he has some self awareness. He's thirty four. He's not very great, uh, but he's fighting these young kids like Morales. Now he's fighting Kinoshita. I think out of any of these, um, any of these young prospects on this card, I think him and the, the kid Nakamura are the best. Uh, I don't know if you really are at liberty of getting into the next four fights, but I don't really think anything of any of them. But I do think this Kinoshita kid looks good. He looked good in the Contender Series. I know it was like the third round, but he's like 22, 21. So, like, obviously, you know, at 170, very deep, very talented division. He's a big boy. <clears throat> I'm, I'm in, man. I think he, he, he looks like he has some uh, grappling, some wrestling, some some power. Looks like he does a lot of things. And if, if one person out there, I forget who it was, called him the uh, Japanese Connor, I'm, I'm sold. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, <clears throat> these next few ones are going to be tough. We'll run through them real quick. Uh, we have a gentleman from India whose name is... Uh, Anshul Jubil, and then you have Jekka Sargi. Sargi. All right. Yeah. So we have six and zero in Jubil, and Sargi is thirteen and two. Guess first of all, we should just look at the line because basically you're just taking a shot down the field uh, when you're betting fight, these fights. Minus one twenty, one fifteen, and minus one hundred five on the other side. So Vegas has no idea either. They're kind of just like we have to make a line. We've seen, yeah. it, you know, we've seen a couple of these fights from these guys. <laughs> uh, we, you know, we looked up some YouTube clips. We have nothing though. This other guy, um, what do we have here? <clears throat> we have a lot of finishes on this guy's record: six, uh, six TKOs, four subs, one decision, and then uh, one that was outside. He's got a key lock, rear naked choke, leg kick, strikes, rear naked choke, all sorts of stuff for Saren Gee. Uh, Jubil doesn't have enough um, experience in my mind. And not enough yeah. high level experience because I mean neither I mean neither of these guys do if we're being honest. But listen, Indi- fighters from India, how many do you know? Um, I don't. I don't think there's. I don't know. Not many. There, okay, like, there's got to be one. This other guy's from Indonesia. Don't know many from there either. But I'll take the Indonesian no. guy. All right, wow. and I'm gonna take him. <clears throat> minus. You, you can only take him if you can say his his nickname. Oh yeah, I mean, how about no? Um, <laughs> what is this? C. Tendangan Mout. I'd love to know what that means. I'm sure it's something would, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take Mr. Anshun Jub- Jubilee, a.k.a. the King of Lions. Love that. I'm sold. Give me his money line, minus 115. Going, going deep. Money Very line, deep. minus 115. With the blitz. <laughs> what did you get for Jubil? Ju- ju- uh 115. 115. So. Basically, I pick them. Yeah, it's, it just goes to show you what Vegas thinks of it, too, because it's not. 
Who we have no idea. No one knows any idea who's going to win this fight. Next, we have oh boy, we're going to still fight for my life. Zhai versus Ji Yong Li, one forty five fight. We have plus two hundred five for Mister Yi, and Ji Yong Yong is minus two forty five. So I hope we never go back to Asia, so I don't have to pronounce all these names. Um. I don't I don't I don't like that number. Definitely don't like yeah. that number. Uh I don't like either one of these guys to be honest. Yeah, Mr. Zayi lost to a five and nine fella and he got heel hooked. So I mean you know, So you're you saying subs guy, active. Yeah, he also lost to a fellow named um this is gonna be tough. Karam Karam Wali my Hedi. And this dude has a bunch of losses and he got he got KO'd. I, I just don't think he's fought anybody good. I mean, twenty one and three looks cool. Uh, the Korean Tiger Jung Young Lee nine and one looks cool. But uh, you know, you do a little dig and you're like, oh, these guys are uh, not even not even real fighters, not even fighting in real uh, organizations. So yeah, I don't know. I'm guessing this minus two sixty five favorite should win. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say he uh, I he gets. I think he's gonna get a, 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 a let's see a knockout. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get I'm gonna predict a knockout from. I, I have no lines Lee. on here for. Um... <laughs> that makes sense. It's crazy. I, this is the only <laughs> fight card where I've been like we're going through, and I'm like, there's some guys who just don't have like, Jung Young Lee has no props for him at all. <laughs> there's seven available props underneath the uh, like the website I always use where I get all these numbers from. And you can't get it on yeah. Vandal either, so it's that's where they're True. getting them from. They're just looking up the websites and be like, okay, this is what the line is. This is what the line is. Man, I, I guess I'll have to stay away, but I, I like Jiong Lee probably sub. Whatever, if that that's going to be plus money, so I, that's probably what I'm going to pick, and uh, I'll come back to it come Saturday if it's on the website and write it write it down. This is this is a cool. different situation, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Check Twitter. I'll, have to, I'll fire a tweet out before the fight if that's uh, what we're taking, if that's what I'm on, adding it to the card because this yep. is just, yeah, I mean, a little bizarre here. But Rinya Nakamura versus Toshi, Toshi, Toshiomi yeah. Kazama. <laughs> oh, man, dude. Woo! All right. Uh, what do we have here? I don't even know if this fight is on my sheet, dude. Uh, my, a plus three thirty, minus four fifty, for Nakamura is the favorite against Kazama, who is a plus three forty underdog. Again, really not enough to know either one of these guys. I assume that this Nakamura guy is just gonna walk through this guy because that's what the odds are telling me. But he looks good. He looks like he's pretty good. Uh, he's a wrestler. He's like an Olympic wrestler or a, or a high level wrestler. Uh, he's a bunch of finishes, and his hands look good. He sprawls. He uh, he looks pretty good from the, the little bit I've seen slash heard about him. Um, so I don't yeah I don't have a line here. So that's fun. Nakamura, um, I would take him the inside the distance. Yeah, Nakamura inside the distance is minus one fifty one thirty. One thirty five oh, okay. is the lowest well, you can get. Just because I don't I don't know what's going on, I'm gonna stay away. Yeah, no, it's that's a little too intense of a line. For me, I mean, he's probably, I've heard that he's he's pretty solid. The minus four fifty line shows you that, even in a fight that is still kind of unknown. Um, so I, I would assume it's safe, uh, but I'm not going to include it at all because I have no I have no real grasp on things of this of any of these 
for uh, Road to the Road to the UFC, I guess. Fights. I guess so. so. Yeah, I'm saying like I didn't really. Uh, I'll be completely honest. I didn't watch a lot of that stuff. And this Nakamura fight's yeah, not even on Sandal. Like that's <laughs> that's the shit that's going on with these fights. It's like what is going. I, yeah. I don't even like. Half the shit isn't That's even crazy. available. I'm making it up as I go. I'm going to stay away from this. I, I Nakamura is a little too much inside the distance, but if I was going to have a side, it would be that. Because this Kazama go. guy, I just don't like his uh, record. Not even his record, just the guys he's fought. And, you know, <laughs> I mean, just, I mean, it's all just Japanese. Kazama got flying need by a two and two guy. So. Again, that that's probably a sign that he's not UFC cal. Like, what do you think would happen if either one of the if like Mister Kazama fought? Um, I don't know. Uh, Adam Fugit. <laughs> no, Adam yeah. Fugit's a welterweight. Sorry. Um, Jesus. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of somebody at 135 that's like. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of somebody at 135 that's like not ranked. Um, Mister, uh, give me like. Uh, Mario Bautista, uh, unless he's 125, I'm not sure. Davy Grant, Brian Kelleher, they smoke these guys. <laughs> like it's, yeah. It wouldn't even be a contest. Like If you threw in Brady Highstand, he runs through these guys. So I'm just not really sure what we're getting here. Like Is this like a, a lower-level contender series thing? Like Are we just trying to hit the Asian markets? Because they need to hit the Asian markets. There's some real fucking... Like, look at one. One FC, or, um, yeah, one and Ryzen. There's some legit, <laughs> your favorite, your favorite organization. They have some legit talent um, because, you know, they, they're over there. And the UFC is not really, I mean, they, they just recently put an Apex in China or Japan, right? I think it's China. Yeah. So they're, they, they've tried to hit the chi- Chinese market, but I feel like, you know, there's a lot of Japanese Asia's fighters. large, dude. There's a lot. I mean, look it's, at all the Korean. Uh, I named an Indonesian guy. There's a lot of different. You know, of course, yeah. Jap- Japan is re- represented in this, too. It's, there's a Kinoshita lot of. and Nakamura are both Japanese, and I think they're probably the two best prospects on this card. So it's kind of cool, but I, with some of these other ones, I'm not really sure what we're doing. Like the one, the next one we're going to get into, it's at Flyweight, and like. It's just you not, argue I, both of these guys seen, shouldn't be in the UFC. No, I mean they're like low, they're like inactive flyweights. Like if you're gonna fight a flyweight in the UFC, you're gonna have to be active. You know, you're gonna have to like throw like no volume, no real finishing threat. It's just, I don't know. It's weird. I don't know if you have anything on that on the next fight. Hyung Sung Park, Seung Guk Choi, crazy <laughs> names. I'm fighting for my life. You're nailing them. I'm doing pretty good. No. I mean, these are better than some of the. Um, the uh, Eastern European names that I have to go through. Those those yeah, are a little a bit of a problem. <laughs> but minus 210 for Mr. Park, and Choi is plus 160. Again, don't know anything about these guys. Another road to UFC guys. Again, didn't really watch that. Looked up their tapology, tried to get some information. I know that Choi has a lot of decisions on his thing, and there's a lot of finishes on the other side. And that is probably why the line is the way it is. I guess what? Mr. Choi is plus 160. Park is minus 190. Uh, inside the distance. I mean, 25ers, it's a little bit more difficult to go inside the distance here. But I'm yeah, going to take a shot down like the field. Any. Park inside the distance plus 290. That's a fat number. Wow. Fat, fat, fat number. Um, yeah, I'm staying away. These guys are like boring flyweights. So I don't blame you at all. Um, this is going to be boring, but I will be up at this time, and this will be probably the prime, yeah, prime watching hours for this card. So, 
What do we got next? Uh, we got Ji Young Kim and Mandy Bohm. This would uh, I have uh, the the sharps told me that Bohm is the side that they were on when it opened up. Uh, I'm pretty <coughs> sure it's still the number that they got it at. Uh, I tried to warn him. This is not a this is not a fight I would bet. And but that line is a little crazy. You would admit. I mean, Ji Young uh, Kim's good. Uh, yes. Mandy Bohm is no. I mean, Ji Young Kim. I shouldn't. What am I talking about? They're, they both they both kind of stink. But I think Ma- uh, Mandy yeah. Bohm stinks more. Right. That's a, kind of what we're our thought process <laughs> is here. Yeah, when 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 these two fighters get cut eventually, I think Manny Manny Bohm gets cut first. I'll say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at least Ji Young Kim was like kind of competitive with Jocelyn Edwards. Um, went the distance with Alexa Grasso. Crazy. You know, she has a couple finishes in the UFC. I mean, it was Nadia Kathim and Melinda Fabian, two fighters who I think don't even fight anymore. Oh, uh, and Justine Kish, another you know Manny great Bohm just talent. Lost to Victoria Leonardo and got dominated the whole fight other than the last thirty <laughs> yeah. seconds. So, you know, I don't know. Gian came by decision. I don't even know if that's a line. Uh, that's what I would do. That's what I would bet. That's what I would trust. Let's but see I don't... here. I, I will ride that with you if we can get a uh, plus Ow. money here. And he's just smacked my laptop. He's injured. Now, uh, and now, uh, now the odds are gone. No. There you go. That's um, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Mandy Bomb being plus 225. Gian can be in almost minus 300 against anyone. It's kind of shocking. But uh, uh, Mandy, ba- Mandy Bomb was just signed just because they needed a German fighter. Kim by decision to minus 120. Boom. Send it in. All right. I'm in. I'll ride with you. That's disgusting. I can't believe I'm doing that, but let's go. I actually do feel that my hand almost started shaking when I was writing this just because it's (laughs) something's telling me not to, but sometimes you got to go against what your gut always tells you. And, uh, you know, that's how you make the money. That's how you break through. Okay. You seen the, the meme? Keep gambling when the guy's right a couple steps away from diamonds. He turns Boom. around, he walks out of the mine. You know uh, that'll never be me. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be in a homeless shelter trying to get trying to get someone to get me my FanDuel account up. But uh, I'm just kidding, yeah. just joking, everyone. Bet responsibly. I'm just messing around, having some fun. Come on, comedy. <laughs> Dennis Tiulalin. All right, there you go. Fighting for my life against Jung Young Park. I like Jung Young Park. I always have. Uh, I believe was he the one who fought. Eric, your boy. He, I think, did. He did, right? I mean, he's fought, he uh, he's fought some pretty good guys. Uh, he was looking good Robo against Cop. RoboCop. Yeah, and then you know, well, RoboCop's been exposed since yeah. then. He beat yeah. uh, what's it called? Was Joseph Holmes man? Ugly man. Joseph ugly, Holmes, ugly, ugly man. man. I can forget that. Your boy. That was a split decision. I thought Eric Anders was in that fight, but he just yeah. again he doesn't do much. Uh, Tulanen has been. F- I, I have I get, I get this guy mixed up. Yeah, he hasn't. Oh, he's been finished by uh, one. Oh, he's only had two UFC fights. He's got one finish, and, he, and he's been finished uh, against. Jay, I mean, Jamie Pickett. That's you know, that's not. That's really about the bottom of the scraping the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> uh, I don't like. I Pretty really much. don't like anything here because I don't like. Jiung Park's not really a finisher, necessarily. So I got. I see a lot of decisions on this. Um, on this sheet. And especially in the UFC, what's he got? Got four decisions, one sub. Yeah, I'm gonna stay away from this. Yeah, I'm gonna stay away. I think John Young Park beats him if he gets in. If he stays standing, it might get might get a little scary. But he should smoke him. Uh, I don't think Tolulan is UFC level. Yeah, that's that's what worries me. What is inside the distance here? Plus two hundred. Tolulan is. Or what does he buy the decision? Plus one eighty five. So they really don't know either. 
It's kind of right down the middle. Um, yeah, I'm going to say park inside the distance. Boom. Plus 200. Come on. I, I don't know. I mean. Why not? This is where I lose money. This is, this is where the problems come in. And then the last fight, of the, or the first fight of the night for you, last fight we're going to talk about, Tatsuro Tiara and Jesus Aguilar. Minus 1,200, 1,600, and plus 750. There's really nothing to bet here or anything that you can uh, really get. I mean, Tiara, this is a shot down the field if you've, I've ever seen one. It's Tiara, TKO, plus uh, 600. But sub <laughs> is uh, is minus money. So that goes to tell you exactly what they think is going to happen. And, I mean, if you, probably what will happen. Tiara is, uh, we. I mean, he looked great in his uh, Vigara fight. And CJ Vigara is not awful. But uh, you know, so, I feel like he's just going to dominate this guy. But he has so many subs on his record. He has one, two, two, two. two I mean, well, all five. Subs. He's got three TKOs though. But back in, uh, I believe, what is this? Shuto Border Season Eleven. So there's that. Uh, do you like anything here? No. No. All right. I do not. Well, I'm going to take with the uh, time crunch. I don't think I can even think or even give a deep dive into this but he's a lot bigger and taller and this guy is probably getting fed to the the, the fishes i'm gonna take tr plus 700 tko boom that's just take fat. a shot why not something's gotta happen right someone's gotta win <laughs> uh, i mean it's probably gonna be a sub but uh, that's i mean we've seen how many times he has a sub and it goes the other way right yeah exactly so, so that's that ladies and gentlemen that is uh, UFC Vegas 61 or 68. Sorry, Jesus. And quickly, do you want to talk about a Fedor before you get out of here? Um, yeah, I think Fedor's. I'm gonna I'm, a couple picks. Fedor. Are you putting any of these on the card? I I will allow the, this Bellator card's big enough where you can put it on the card. Um, I'll have to update you. Uh, I'll have to do some digging, but I think Fedor gets smoked. I mean. The fact that he's still fighting is kind of funny. Yeah, Bader by TKO is minus 180. <laughs> as soon as he touches him, he's done. Um, I don't know, it's going to be a really good card. I just don't know if I want to bet on anything because betting on Bellator really makes me feel weird because it just nothing happens my way ever. Yeah, so. it's instant money loss for, for the most part. Uh, <laughs> I already lose be, enough. These are, on, these are on the same night just a little bit earlier, correct? Yeah. So yeah, that this should be it should be a good card though. I mean Henry Corrales, there's a lot of guys on there. Um and yeah, that's that's about it. We'll we will have more we'll have fight news. We'll we'll have more discussion on fight news and whatnot uh next week. Yeah. Arnold Allen, Max Holloway, we got a lot of different stuff to discuss. After we break down this card, uh enjoy the card. It's it's uh if we had to rank it before, it's not that great, but you know, it is no. what it is. <laughs> uh enjoy the card though. There's plenty of fights to bet. And hopefully you can get some uh, sneaky lines here on a lot of guys that they don't really know about. Neither do we, but... Yeah, somebody has to find out. Somebody will find out. Get some inside info from your people <laughs> over uh, overseas. So there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. This is the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. Go Birds.